So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. I look at what made that entire system work. It yeah. wasn't me, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I would come in because I was still traveling 100 you days a year. You set up a, a business. You I, were coaching and yeah. training. And, and I was yeah. I was still 100 days a year on the road. Yes. So my wife, Marcy, like big, big shout out to you, Marcy. Yeah, huge. She was, you know, one of the big things that I learned is as me, as an artist entrepreneur, and this is before I even heard the conversation for you, yeah. uh, from you, it was, she was the operator, right? Yep. And she was the one that was, that was, creating the systems and doing everything else along those lines. So, you know, I learned at that time, like my big lesson that I learned from mm -hmm. that was um, any artist entrepreneur, which I think most salespeople, most great salespeople are, yeah. they've got to align themselves with an operator, right? Otherwise, 1, it, otherwise it, it doesn't run. Okay, you know? we can truthfully just shout out the podcast right there. And yeah. if everybody just got that point, think about it, everyone out there that's listening that, you know, if you are like Bill and I, you have a very full life. Notice we don't say things like busy because like that's not what it's about. We just have very yeah. full lives, right? We have a lot of commitments, a lot of people, a lot of fun, a lot yeah. of travel, a lot of exposure, a lot of work, a lot of projects, the whole nine yards, right? 24 seven, go, go, go. And here's the deal. I know in my own business, we we got to a level that we simply could not grow beyond Tom Ferry's passion. Totally. Tom Ferry's excitement, Tom Ferry's energy, Your Tom vision. Ferry's vision. Yeah. But most importantly, Tom Ferry's time. Yeah. I could only maximize my time. And, and I know everyone listening knows this, like you're doing searches at midnight. You are, you're sitting there in bed at night when you should be like, you know, snuggling up to your baby. And instead you're like, oh my God, I got to follow up on that email, right? Like that's because you don't have that operational excellence next to you. That person, not your spouse. Well, maybe your spouse, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm saying you're, you shouldn't be sleeping with your operator unless it's your <laughs> spouse. Um, you know what I mean? Like you don't have that person that is the yin to your yang. So, so, was there another time in your life that you learned that lesson or was it, can you just reflect on that moment with Marcy or that, where else? Cause it's a, such a big one. Dude, that was, that was the, the big, that was the big lesson. First time I've been called dude on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to thank you very much. Well, tw 27 years, man. Hey, exactly. Like 27 dude, years. Of, dude, what's on my back? Sweet, sweet, dude. Um, that, that was like looking back, that was a big aha for me in business because mm -hmm. I believed I had to do it all myself. Yeah. Right. And, and I realized. Speak to that. Tell us more about that. I thought I had to be everything. I thought I had, I, I would make myself wrong for mm -hmm. not being systemic and organized, yep. right? I would, um, but you know, when I, when I happened to marry my operator, right? Yeah. And I didn't, yes. and, I, and I knew at that time that she filled in gaps that I didn't, you know, naturally uh, was inclined to do, um, you know, I started noticing like my my normal everyday life started working. Yeah. So when we launched the business, I said, yeah. hey, I got this idea. And she, of course, shot holes in it, right? And and then said, well, if we're gonna do this, here's how we need to do it. And so um, I, I realized at that point, and this, this is a key, key point, um, I don't have to have all the answers, but I have to have the relationships with people who do have the answers. And, Big. 
And so, you know, that has become, even as a coach, right? I may not always have the answers, but I have a network of 160 other coaches that I can reach out to or other, you know, top executives in the real estate industry that I can go, I've got this challenge. Can you help me out on it? Mm -hmm. How would you do? What would you do? What have you heard, et cetera? Yeah. So that was, you know, like it, it's having some humility to realize that I don't have to have all the answers. I need to have the relationships. I think that's so big. And it, I can't think of any um, survey or um, enough sort of quantitative data feedback, if you will, on this. But I would argue that the vast majority of people that don't have an assistant or, or, or really have that sort of like ego pride. Like I've got to do it myself. My client expects it. Mm -hmm. I've got to be at every showing. I've got to be at the closing, like this, like all this BS, right. But not for them BS yeah. to, to others that, you know, maybe like us, it would say not really, right. Like you could leverage yourself. Is it pride? Is it ego? Is it lack of awareness? Like, like, did you have a moment where you're like, I had no wait a minute, this I, just isn't working. Right? I had no choice. Cause I, whether I liked it or not, I was on the road 100 days a year. Yeah, I had, I had no choice. Yeah. Like uh, you know, I think if everyone started to think about the fact that if they were only in their business 50 percent of the time, yeah, you know, and they still re you know relied upon because when we first started um, Titan Referral Network, which was the name yeah. of it, when we first started TRN, it was you know it was not profitable. Yes. You know, like our first our first four months, we For were sure. tripping over ourselves and For sure. you know like spending money and doing other things and just getting everything set up. But well, uh, and hey, hi, I'm sorry, the lag time between lead generated sure. appointment set and yeah. you know transaction and then closing, right? Yeah. So I'm four months is a shocker for me. Four, I would think six. Four months we started to actually see decent revenue coming in. Got it. At six months. We had figured it out through talking yeah. to other individuals that were also Boomtown users. And yeah. then really at the 12 month uh, mark, because this went on, we sold it in 2015, right? February of 2015. Mm -hmm. um, so by that point, it had, we had crested. Um, our profits had began to drop just a little bit because of the fact that Craigslist was no longer available. Yeah. Um, we were, you know, paying a little bit more for Zillow at that time. Yeah. You know, like we started to index on Zillow. And so, um, but like I had no choice. So if you're thinking, you know, I got to do this all on my own. You know, this is one of the things that I talk to to all the people that I coach is sure you can do everything and maybe you can do it the best. Yeah. But it's not the best because it requires you trading money for time. Bingo. And if you're trading money for time, you're not running a business. You're just a self-employed individual. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting to, um, you know, I, I think back, I reflect on like, uh, I think it was Tony Robbins who would say, you know, you're, you're either resourceful, right? Or you blame resources. Yeah. And so many, it, it's such a, you know, it's just such a truth. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, when you, you, you and I, who part of our world is being on the road, right? Like we're joking last night as we're walking the island, talking about some of the crappiest hotels we've ever stayed in and some of the <laughs> nicest hotels and airports. And, you know, if you've been to this place and yes. you ever spoke to that group and, and, you know, when you, when you are legitimately an absentee owner, right? It has advantages and disadvantages, totally. right? And, and you either say, I'm going to find people I trust, people I like, people I can support, people that can grow with me, you know, or you basically have less of a business. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, not everybody's in that same situation, but I would argue that many of you want way more time in your life. And, and rather than traveling a hundred days a year on the road, maybe it's you spend all of that quality time with your children, yeah. with your friends, on your golf game, on something that you're super uber passionate about. Um, and you can have it all if you're willing to leverage, yeah. right? If you're willing to acknowledge, maybe you're the operator and, and you, can talk people out of buying every single day, right? And you, what you need is that face for your business, right? It's a, 
it had nothing to do with what we originally discussed. No. We wanted to talk about on but this, but I, but I think it's critically it's a important. great, it's a, it's a great distinction. Yeah. And I think the other distinction too, before we start jumping into some other things here is, um, the importance, I, I learned the importance of the people you choose to align yourself with. Yeah. You know, speak I, to that. Sure. So I made, I was very clear that as we were doing the expansion model mm-hmm. that pre, I need to, pre Keller Williams pre, expansion pre, model. Pre, yes. any, pre anything. Yeah. You were just it like, was, there's just money yeah. over there. There's yeah. money over here. I'm like, wait, I can, cause I think Boomtown at that time was $999. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can do that here. I can do that here. Mm-hmm. And, and Salt Lake city, Utah has one MLS for the entire state. So yeah. I could run one. Yeah. yeah. So, one site so when I started looking at who I was going to partner with in Silicon Valley, who I was going to partner with in Northern California um, and in Napa area, who I was going to partner with in San Diego, who I was going to partner with, um, I started looking at people that had the qualities that both I had, mm-hmm. right, as as leaders, mm-hmm. and then also that were great salespeople, yeah, right. And so, had I chosen the wrong partners, and I was very fortunate because I had a great network of of agents that I had built over the years, um, and I learned those those partnerships needed to be based upon great salespeople, yes, right? and yes, in the organization. So let's let's talk about that. Okay. Um, I was just, I was just on. Uh, Chris Smith and uh, Jimmy Mackin's podcast, yeah. Water Cooler. Big shout out to those guys. Super fun. Known known them, you know, forever and ever, and really proud of the the work that they're doing. Uh, Chris said to me, "I was looking on your YouTube channel, and you know, one of the top videos is why agents fail. Like, well, what are the qualities that make someone succeed? And I certainly had my opinion. I'd be super curious because you've coached a boatload of people. You've yeah. spoken to you know a couple hundred thousand people, so you've interacted with a lot. What would you say are those?" three, five, six qualities that those of us that want to get better should be modeling ourselves after sure. or trying to emulate. Can, can I just go sales in general? Yeah, because go sales. Because I, I think go there's going to be people that are listening to this that are in real estate and yep. then also in other verticals yeah, of, for sure. of, of the business. Um, I think number one, um, and, and it, we've all heard this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I look at every single one of the great salespeople that I've worked with, mm-hmm. right? They have a phenomenal bulletproof level mm-hmm. 10 psychology, man. Yeah. You know, like their yep. mindset is, uh, I think, a Tommy tool, you know, yep. like, you know, stuff can be falling apart. He's going to be so pissed you call him Tommy on the podcast. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that had the right to call him. Yes. But, uh, you know, and I could go <laughs> yeah. through the list of, of men and women. Um, they they work every single day yeah. to, to keep this strong. How do you break down psychology? Like what, like what are the, you know, the sort of the pieces of like, you yeah. know, is it? Is it the way I think? Is it the way I move my body? Is it? Um, like, I think it's a combination um, of both. I, I mean, I think. I mean, actually, it's been proven that you can change your body, which changes your emotional state. Yeah. All right. I can put my shoulders back. I can smile yeah. automatically. It's going to chest up, it, yeah, smiling my, face, yeah, yeah, chest up. Yeah. You know, shoulders Superman. back. Right. Yeah. And um, from Jordan Peterson, which I love. Yeah. Um, how how I, I can do that, but I I think there's a lot more to it. Yeah. I, I think. And I, I learned this when we just, you know, we climbed Aconcagua. Mm-hmm. What I learned is I could do all the training mentally that I wanted to. I could do my affirmations, yep. my visualization. Yep. You know, I mean, we all know, we've all heard, you know, do your affirmations, your self-talk matters. We've heard visualize the end outcome, yep. you know, see like yourself listen, achieving the see goal. yourself achieving, yep. listen, listen to things that are going to motivate and inspire you. Yep. However, what I found was this, and I found this up on the mountain, and I think it's as, as true on the mountain as it is down here, uh, you know, as a salesperson is you're going to get ground down to your weakest common link. Yes. All right. So I think that there's a direct correlation between your sales skills, right? And also your mindset. Hey, it's Tom. 
If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Because if you, got, if you got weak sales skills. You can say just skills. Yeah, skills right? in Skills general. in general, skills right? In, general, in your anything. mindset. So, because if, if your skills are lacking, you can do all the self-talk. You can read mm-hmm. all the books. You can yeah. watch all the- I'm going to close this deal. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Yeah. And you get there and you're like, Bleh. Yeah, and then you walk out and your your mental you know, your mental mindset is destroyed. Is, is destroyed and it's much lower, right? Yeah. Because you don't have the skills to support versus you walk into a presentation, you, you know, you're on the phone, you know what to say, someone throws you an objection, yeah. right? It's actually a small win. And that's the thing mm-hmm. that I think you got to look at is small wins, absolutely 100% build a great mindset. And the way that you you catalog more small wins is by having great skills. And you know, like at, at Sales Edge, mm-hmm. that's what it's about, right? Yeah. It's all about, can you build the skills to be able to actually maintain, you know, to produce results and have those small wins that build up to large confidence. Should we be tracking our wins? At 100%. You know, if I if I find someone that is that their mindset is is weak or or, or they're going through some some challenging times, which I think everybody does. Yeah. Um, what I'll have them do is every single day I'll have them write down what are the three wins that they actually had. Yeah. Now something interesting happens when you do this. Um, you have you know, two chemicals that actually work concurrently to be able to create a sensation of the confidence. professor is coming yeah, out. Here we go. <laughs> oh, great bearded one. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Um, so you have. Six serotonin and you have dopamine. Yes. Okay. When you actually focus on and, and you like start to catalog what it is that you did right. Yeah. And you you go back and you go, well, you know what? I closed four more times than than I normally do. I actually closed. I, I actually made my closed. Phone calls. I made my phone calls. Mm-hmm. And 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 you take the time yeah. to actually go, what did I do in the last yeah. 24 hours that was yeah. a win? You actually release dopamine and serotonin. Mm-hmm. And dopamine serotonin is um, it's the chemical that is is responsible for that feeling you get when you go to like Six Flags Mag- Six Flags Magic Mountain, yeah. right? That feeling of oh, or jump out of airplanes or whatever. It's the feeling that people get when they look at their iPhone and and see like seven people like their Instagram. That's right. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. That's like people like don't look at your phone at night because yeah. you're waking yourself up. Because you're you're getting a ser- dopamine. You're hits. getting a serotonin hit, and then yeah. the dopamine yeah. is actually um, what uh, uh, what the the companies have actually used to actually create, uh, you know, those drugs that calm you down, right? So so the serotonin is that boom, that hit, right? The dopamine keeps you calm. Those were, if you combine those two together, it actually creates a neurochemical sensation of confidence. So there's science that actually backs up that when you catalog, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that that you're doing that are working, Mm -hmm. it actually generates the chemicals in your body that you need necessary to be able to actually create Got confidence. It. Got it. It's a it's a cool hack. Uh, absolutely. Okay, so we are we started this question by saying, you know, you've 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 studied and worked with and coached and trained all these amazing people. The first one you said was absolutely psychology and then we yeah. kind of danced through a lot yeah. of that and gave some insight and then we talked a little bit about skill. Yeah. So I want to I want I'm assuming skills is going to be on your list. Skill skills is absolutely on my list. Okay, but, but I, I, I want to ask you a different question though okay. about skills. Yeah. Um 
so many people I know that are like, oh yeah, well, I went to that course or yeah, I read that book or mm-hmm. like, like, oh, my skills are good. Like, yeah, I, there's, there's a commercial and I don't watch a lot of TV, but like, it's like basically, I think it's like AT&T. They're like, you know, are you, are you a good surgeon? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Right. Like, well, you don't want like you don't want a good surgeon. No. You, you, you don't want a good set of brakes. You want like the perfect brakes. The commercial that I love the most yeah. of that one is they're getting on a amusement park ride. <laughs> yes. Right. You check this. Yeah, I think it's OK. Well, what happens if it doesn't work and something happens to us? We just move on to the next city. <laughs> we just well, move along. We can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, eh, I guess I'm done selling here. I'll go to the next city. Well, what do you say to the person that is uh, maybe plateaued and, and it's just like maybe uninspired to, to learn new skills. They've just gone to maybe a fixed mindset when it comes to sales, persuasion, influence, magnitude, energy, whatever you want to call it, right? The ability to, to move somebody forward. What do you say to that person? Um, create bigger goals. Really? 100%. Okay. Uh, um, so you and I, yeah. okay, this was uh, three years ago. Mm-hmm. We're, we're sitting, we're having, I forget where we were, but we're having dinner. And I think we're in Laguna Beach. Right? I was like, we traveled a lot we're, together. Yeah. So I'm like, where so, were no, we? I'm trying to remember exactly <laughs> where we were. More we were. We're in Laguna Beach and we're having yeah. a conversation. And what I what I found was I'd become uninspired as a speaker. I remember that. Yeah, like I was like, I was almost ready to, to be done. To, I remember, I how about the Darren Hardy story? You got to tell that one. Oh yeah. So, finish your, finish your well, uninspired finish as a speaker and then I'm gonna hit you with the Darren Hardy story. So, but but what I noticed was this is, um, you know, human beings run patterns, yeah. right? I mean, that's all we are is pattern yep. recognition machines. Yeah. Okay. Um, the pattern. Say, say that. Say that again. All that we are as human beings is pattern recognition machines. Yes. Right. Yep. And um, I I truly believe that most people are dying in installments. Okay. Mm. That because they're they're not pushing themselves, they're not putting themselves in uncomfortable situations. Um, they're making decisions of what they can and can't do. That they they're they're dying off in installments, and so powerful. I, I I'd had that happen right, and mm-hmm. and I noticed that the way it was showing up for me was, I was doing I was telling the same stories for like fifteen <laughs> damn years at events, man. And I came to you, and we started having this conversation. <laughs> I remember this. And where? Yeah. Okay. Keep, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah and so I started looking this. at you know, Marcy and I were traveling. We're making look. We're making great money. Yeah. Had the cars. Impacted house, a ton of people. Everything. everything like, yeah. You know, and I'm like, eh. You know, I'm just not inspired. Yeah. And and you was, were on autopilot, dude. Was, you were exactly the, the people that I'm asking the question about. Yeah. And like so you plateaued. Yeah. What I realized was, um, even though we we're doing a bunch of traveling, having a great time, living a great life, mm-hmm. um, we were eating at restaurants, and like the reason I didn't have new stories was because I wasn't doing anything in my life that was story worthy, right? Bingo. And so I made a commitment at, at that point that okay, I want everybody to say that again. This the, was this was a very big distinction yeah. for you. The the reason that I didn't have great stories to tell from mm-hmm. the stage mm-hmm. to inspire others was because I wasn't living a life that was story worthy. Yeah, I wasn't putting myself in, in situations, positions and setting goals that scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Right. And so you weren't I, growing. I wasn't growing. You weren't doing yeah. anything other than work, kids, life. Totally. And th- listen, just be clear, my friends, we're talking about living a, a, an extraordinary life yeah. here. You weren't creating memories. No, not at all. I mean, yeah. you know, yes, dinner with your wife is awesome, right? Yeah. You know, but you get to do that three days a week. Absolutely. Right? Like something special. Yeah. So what did you tell them what you decided to do? So I made a commitment at that point that I was going to climb. I was going to start doing 
yeah. like living a life for two reasons. Number one mm -hmm. was because I wanted I, my commitment. One of the commitments I have in life is I, I believe there's a responsibility when you've gotten a little bit further down the path to be able to actually block and tackle for those that are behind you. Yes. Right. And so um, I wanted to, I was committed to actually doing things that were inspiring to me so that I could subsequently, you know, use those stories to inspire others into action. Yes. Right. Yep. And then also because I wanted my son and daughter yeah. to be able to look at me and I wanted them to see me at 40, mm. you know, I think I was 42, 43, doing things that others had never done in their life. So I made a commitment I was gonna climb Kilimanjaro, uh, which I did. Yeah. And then that commitment moved over into me going, well, I'm gonna climb Aconcagua down in South America. And when I made that commitment, it went, if you're gonna do two of the seven top summits, mm -hmm. why not do all of them? Yeah. So at that moment, I made a public declaration that I'm gonna climb all seven of the summits, which I've now backed down to six, because mm -hmm. I'm not gonna do Everest, simply because it's such a mess. And yeah. there's people that are on the mountain that should be on the mountain, and it's too much of a risk yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then all of a sudden now I've got, you know, a, everything changed at that moment because all my, my training changed, um, my workouts changed, what I ate, the way I related to myself, mm -hmm. because I had a goal yeah. that was that I had no idea where I was going, how I was going to do it. Yeah, but you I couldn't knew, just say I got this. No, I, I couldn't go. You didn't know what to get. You didn't know how to train no for idea. it. You I didn't never, know. Like, I never really done any mountain yeah. climbing, man. Yeah. I done a little bit. You know, I live yeah. in Salt Lake City, but I'd never done anything like that. Yeah, and so when I, I don't think mountain climbing is like going up the path of like you know snowbird that was carved out for that's you. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> like saying, us in Jackson. I've done it's it. I, we that. just did it. I'm not saying it's bad, but like I think this was a little more serious. So I I would circle back around to your question yeah okay which is why is it that someone has hit that plateau mm -hmm. um chances are they've hit a majority of their goals yeah right yes um, they've stopped growing and learning yeah okay and on top of that they haven't created something in their mind that is so big and scary and audacious mm -hmm. that it's going to force them to actually into the next evolution of them yeah if you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.